Hi everyone, welcome to the Spencer Lodge podcast. I'm your host Spencer Lodge and it's my job to make the time you're about to give me as valuable as possible. My job here is to share content I've made across all of my endeavors and ventures as an entrepreneur and bring you stories, lessons and insights from my conversations with some great achievers in business and personal development. I'm an author, chairman of the Blue Sky Thinking Group here in Dubai and a really passionate content creator. Also on my own creative journey and with so much going on, this show is a way for me to funnel out value from all the work my team and I are doing so that we can share it with our audiences online in an easy audio format. For those that attend my seminars or follow me on social media, this is just some extra material to get stuck into on your own journey in business, sales, personal development or whatever aspect you're working on in improving your life. In today's episode, I'll be doing that by sharing an interview I did with John Lee, which was recorded here in Dubai about six, seven weeks ago. Now, John uh, is a social media marketing guru. He really is somebody that knows all about it. He's got over a million followers himself, and he's really well known in, in, in the world of social media. He teaches it. He teaches people how to create social media strategies for themselves, both individuals and companies. He's also the boss man of a company called Wealth Dragons. And... To be honest with you, John is a guy from the north of England, moved down south, is building his empire, multi-millionaire, as, as lots of the people are. But again, just a regular dude. He's just one of these regular chaps. And to be honest with you, when I talk to people that are uh, a humble, regular, normal, it, it, all it does is it reaffirms my belief that anybody can achieve great results. It doesn't matter who you are, what your background is. If you want it bad enough and you're prepared to cut the shit and get on with it, then you can achieve great results. Now, the interview lasts around 45 minutes. So I've really enjoyed it because... John is just a, a guy that's easy to talk to and he, he, he continues to share. So even, even while I sat with him just before the podcast and just after it, he was grabbing hold of my phone. I don't do things like that on Instagram, do things like this and showing me little tips and tricks to make me better at what I did. So yeah, it was great talking to John and hopefully you'll learn a lot from what John has to say. And if um, you follow him after you get off this podcast and you see his stuff on YouTube and uh, Insta and whatnot, it might give you some social media tips, tricks and tools that you can use and strategies you can employ yourself at building your audience if you've enjoyed several of these podcasts or it's your first one i'd really love for you to rate and review the show ideally a five-star rating on apple podcast or some love on the soundcloud comments it all helps to get the show discovered also do me a favor if you're listening to this episode right now and it's safe wherever you are so you're not driving or at risk of falling off a treadmill or cutting yourself while you're cooking maybe grab your phone send me a dm on instagram at spencer.lodge or email me at sl at make dash it dash happen.com I love the ratings and reviews, but one thing I never expected was all the messages and comments on my social media. And I love it and I just want more. Also, if you're on Facebook, uh, I'm, I'm there. You can check me out there too. Go to facebook.com forward slash Spencer Lodge official. So if you're ready to get stuck in, I really hope you enjoy my interview with John Lee. Remember, at the end of the interview, I'll be back to tell you more about how the interview took place, what I've learned and applied, and share a few extra notes about the content. John Lee, this person who seems to come up everywhere on my social media feeds, this person that seems to have this imprint as as big as anything I've ever seen. What what are you doing? What's your secret? Why are you why are you tracking me? Why are you following me? Why are you, why are you everywhere? What's what's your secret? So the thing with social media is, as you know, it's very easy to get a message out there if you can do it right. And so I think if you if you have a platform that has a massive distribution channel. Peter Thiel, who wrote the book Zero to One, 
amazing book if you've not read it, you should definitely read the book. He did his research on all billion dollar companies. And the ones that did really, really well have a massive distribution channel. And so one of the things that I'm doing now, I have a very important message I want to share, and that is, you know, people, instead of having to work in a job and make a living and not enjoy what you do, because the mass, you know, population, they don't love what they do, but they're still doing it because they don't know any other way. So I'm now telling people that, hey, if you want to really do what you love to do, then you can now turn your passion into a living. And I think it's the best way to do it is using social media. So how old are you? Do you have to say? I'm 38. Okay, so you're 38 years old. Yeah. How long have you been into this thing? Only, for social media, probably only last three and a half years. But yeah. in business, I started when I was 21. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna, yeah. you know yeah. Everyone knows your yeah. bloody story. Yeah. Knows, <laughs> knows your, your success, your, your history of success. Yeah. So I don't want to go into that. What I want to go into is understanding a little bit about what makes you tick. Probably ask you questions that maybe other people don't ask okay. you. Okay. Um, so, what, three and a half years ago, you get into it. Okay, well, three years ago, I got into it. Right. Why did you get into it? What was, what was that? What I, did you see? What did you watch? What, what, what happened when you went, hold on a minute? Okay, so I guess the first revelation was people would always walk up to me and say, oh my God, I just, it happened yesterday. I was in an Arabic restaurant. I was having really nice Arabic food. The guy walks up and says, he's the manager. And he kept staring. I was like, you're John Lee. And I was like, yeah, okay, how are you? Oh, I've been watching your stuff on YouTube. And every person I met would like, oh my God, I saw you on YouTube. I saw you on YouTube. And I thought, wow people are actually consuming my content without me having to be there. And so, you know, I speak around, I do a lot of keynote speeches, and what I find is that even though we had thousands of people here today in, in the event, it's getting that bigger penetration and reaching more people and getting a bigger impact. And so I think what's most important, especially when it comes to social media, is the, the ability to be able to target the people you want to reach tune in order to make a difference. Okay, let's roll back the years then to yeah. when you were a kid. Where did you grow up? Burnley. Burnley. Well, Colne, Colne. Okay. But I say Burnley because that's where... But Colne's very close to Burnley, Burnley yeah. yeah? Yeah, Okay, yeah. so you're born in the north of England, brought up in the north of England. Um, silver spoon in your mouth, biggest house on the estate. No. Yeah, obviously parents doing really well for themselves, yeah? No, no, no. no Dad no, gave no. you Com five... What did he give you, five million, three million? How much money <laughs> did you get to start your first business? Completely opposite. I mean, you know, my, my parents... Very grew up from humble beginnings. You know, we had a Chinese takeaway. So my parents, you know, they were the chefs and I was the dishwasher. And so I'd be the person chopping mushrooms and peeling prawns and picking up the phones, doing orders. And, you know, that's basically what we did. And, you know, I said to myself, there's gotta be a better way to, that's called working hard. Mm -hmm. We wanna work smart, we don't wanna work hard, mm -hmm. right? It's all about leverage. I'm all about, a lot of people say, oh yeah, just like be gung-ho about it. Well, listen, if you push a wall long enough, it ain't gonna fall down. Right? You're going to keep pushing, 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 and then you're going to get tired. Mm -hmm. And so I always look at wh where is a smart move? What's the leverage? That's why I'm in social media right now. That's, that's the one thing that's helping me grow the business to multiple seven figures. Like I'll spend, you know, what, whatever I spend on, on social, I spend millions of pounds on social media, right? But what it returns is three to four times because it's just a cheap medium. I mean, it may not be, you know, when people watch this, the next you know, five, 10 years, but right now is the opportunity. People looking for the new gold rush, this is it. And um, when, you, when, you, you, when you think about that, as a, in, did you go to university? Yes. What did you study? Animation. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, why? What was the prompting for that? Toy Story 2, and the two films that I watched was Terminator 2. Have you seen Terminator 2? Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know the, you know, the uh, metal guy. Yeah, yeah. Liquid, I, I, liquid metal. Yeah, I was like, wow, I mean, 
how did they do that? I was fascinated. And then Toy Story 2, I thought, wow, like these sets look so real, but they computer generated. I'm like, okay, I want to learn how to do that. And then uh, I went to university and I spent all my student loans flying to Copenhagen for the 3D festival, listening to talks and walking up to the people and saying, hey, I love your talk. Um, could I get a job? And saying, well, you're not good enough. But you know what? Come down next week and you can make us coffees. So I did. Made coffees for months and months and months. And then when people leave, I would be staying back with the people who were working late and I, I, then I'd get to play in the computers. That's how I learned to animate. And I worked for one of the biggest companies in special effects called Framestore CFC. They did all the effects for X-Men, you know, Harry Potter, all, all, all the big films. Did that mean that you, you knew your way around a computer? Not really. I mean, I, it's just something I just picked up and I, because it's really important to have that coaching and mentoring. Like, you know what I don't understand is why do people try stuff and do stuff themselves where they can just go to someone and say, hey, how do you do it? I, I, it baffles my mind why someone would try and do something themselves if they can get a shortcut from somebody else. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Time is the most precious asset. But most people, coming back to the whole social media thing, most people don't do it because of fear of, oh, a lack of understanding mm. um, and, and the, the, without that crazy desire to go and want to learn more. They, everyone knows, and even older people reluctantly admit that mm. it's a tool that should be used. Mm. But there's, there's a, an inherent fear, a lack of knowledge, a lack of kind of like, oh, it's a bit too technical, a bit complicated. Mm. I, I um, uh, podcasted my daughter, Kadia, yeah. and she's 17, and we talked about TikTok. Yeah. And I said, why don't you use Facebook? She mm. said, oh, Facebook's so complicated, Dad. Yeah. And it was interesting, her perspective as a kid. Mm. People fear that kind of stuff. Why do they, why, what, what, it really annoys me, because yeah. I think it's quite an easy thing to do. Yeah. Do you it's, find it frustrating? It's laziness. It's just laziness. Think about it. Everything we do has a learning curve. Everything, right? Yeah. But agreed. people don't persist in that curve. Like, look, if something's important to you, I, I'm dyslexic. So when I started animation, the moment I started learning computers, the moment I started figuring out, I started getting textbooks. You know, with like reading like like crazy instructions and like for me it was confusing. It was difficult. But if you want it bad enough, you do whatever it takes to learn it, right? Because mm -hmm. if you don't who else will? And do you think a lot of people that, that, that buy courses at events like this, mm. do you think they, that in the moment they want it bad enough and then they give up much like a diet in time, mm. uh, from time to time, if you experience that with Absolutely, people? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Does, does that disappoint you with students? You know, it's, two people can have the same education. One person comes out better than the other. This is the whole story of, you know, the two twins that were born. Yeah. I mean, you've probably heard this. And yeah. Just to tell this for your viewers for, you know, second sake. So, two twins are born, they get separated at birth, they get put into two, two different families. One into a very abusive family, one into a loving family. They meet them 30, 30 years later, do an interview, say, you know, you went to jail, you, you've been, you know, you, 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 you've done crimes, why? And his reply was, well, what do you expect with a father like that? All right? Second person, hey, you're a millionaire, you're an entrepreneur, you're successful. How? What do you expect with a father like that? So it's the perspective. Mm -hmm. It's what happens to you is what gets you to do what you need to do. Sometimes bad things happen to your life and that's actually a good thing because it's in disguise. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds a bit fluffy, right? But I, I truly believe <laughs> that everything happens for a reason. As long as you put your mind to it, you, you're targeted in what you want and you constantly focus, you attract it into your life and the opportunities will come. Are you motivated by money? I am motivated by money. Why? Because I know money is kind of like a, a checklist. It's, it's, a, it's a thermometer to tell me how I'm doing.
I don't like money because, yeah, I like to buy nice things. I mean, I do buy nice things. But if you took everything away tomorrow, I'd still I'd be quite happy to eat beans and toast, you know? But it's, it's a thermometer of where you need to be. Because what I believe is the more money you have, the more money you can give, the bigger impact you can make. The reason why I want to create a billion dollar company is so I have money to spread the message. That's why I'm motivated as the goal to be able to allow me to do the things that I want to do. Okay, there are two options then. So you earn a million dollars as an example, yeah. and you're number two, because yeah. number one makes 1.1 million. Yeah. Okay, or okay, you earn $500,000 mm -hmm. and you're number one, because number two makes 490,000. Mm -hmm. what's, what's the most important thing to you, winning or making the most amount of money? That's a good question. <laughs> no, that's like that. I've that before. Um, I think the most important thing is, I actually asked the question on stage today as well about, would you rather have millions of pounds and have a, not such a good life? Mm -hmm. Or maybe a quarter of that, but have the lifestyle you want? I think it's down to happiness and what you want. Like for me, the reason why I want to have built a billion dollar company is because no one's ever done it in our industry before. So that's one thing. It's like a goal. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to have a big enough goal that's going to make you keep working and motivate you to do it. Otherwise, it's like a job. Like, I want to be a manager and you'll be a manager. I want to be the director. I want to be a partner. You get there and you're like, it was going on. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I was expecting more. So the reason why I have that, you know, the goal of, of being, becoming the first, you know, self billion dollar company in the world is because I know that it's going to be a, whole, a lot of hard work to get there. A lot of hard work. And that's the motivation that pulls me through. It's interesting. For me, it was always about winning. Mm. I, 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 the most important thing was winning, and, mm. and the other thing that's been something but, but, but here's the thing with winning is boring. Well, I like being the underdog and then yeah, winning. Yeah. It's almost like I like coming from behind yeah. to win. It's, yeah. I don't know why, but that's that. Because that, when that. you lose, you learn more, right? I think that, that having, having, it's like you say with goals, having someone ahead of you to aim yeah. for, yeah. It, for me, is always important. Mm. And so, because if, if, I, I noticed that when I made a load of money, I became really mm. successful, I became lazy. Um, mm -hmm. I became arrogant, obnoxious, yeah. I did all the wrong things, yeah. you know, I came down to earth with the bang after a while, yeah. I realised that, you know, I was a knob and I had all this money. <laughs> but that's the truth yes. though, you know, yeah. I just, it, it didn't, it didn't, when I made all that money, it didn't actually work well with me because I made it young. Yeah. And I didn't understand, you know, I'd never, I hadn't come from money, so I didn't understand yeah. the impact of it. Mm. So I find it really fascinating when I talk to entrepreneurs to try and understand what, you know, we all talk about goals, it's kind of mm. a term that's used quite lucidly. Mm. What, what really drives, what really drives somebody. Mm. And, and I think once you get past the, what you can spend money on, mm. there's other things that are way more important than, you're, than you're the actual right. cash. Have, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you heard the saying that if you reach for the stars, one thing that was for sure, you won't come up with a handful of mud. I remember, I can't remember who said that, but I, oh, I always remembered it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna aim for this. And even if I don't get there, if I'm close or I'm kind of there, that'll be all right. And so that's one of the, that's the motivator behind that. You know, it's not to have the cash. I mean, yeah, we've got money. So what? It's boring looking at zeros in your bank account, right? Mm -hmm. But when you've got something and you can do something and you go, wow, I left a legacy. That is why I do what I do. Legacy is an important oh, word. Oh, shoot. That, that is a big one. Like, it's like, I want, it's like, on our gravestone, it's like I was born in 1970, yeah? Right. Okay, and whenever my date of the passing will be, that mm. date will be there. And that, that, that line in the middle between yeah. the two numbers, it's like, what did that stand for? Mm. What did that mean? What, I, I want people to remember me. Yeah. And I, it doesn't matter if it's not the whole world, but I want people to know that I made a difference and had an impact. Do you get that feeling too? Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. And it's like really compelling. Yeah. I have people come up to me and say, oh, you, one guy there, I kid you not. He, yeah, I saw him. He, you saw him, right? You got the camera on him. He came to this event one year ago, he did exactly what I told him to do. He, now he just took action. He made 50,000 in his first client, 50,000. 
that can replace someone's salary. You is know, it? this is someone who's, and, and that's, for me, that really like juices me. I'm like, wow. It's like people actually, if you do what I tell you to do, you take action and you're consistent, you don't give up and you don't complain and bitch, mine them, you know, BMW, you know, bitches, moaners and whiners, yeah, yeah. You know, BMWs, you know, just stay focused, you'll get results. When you sit down and, and um, either pick up a book or, or try and find a way to get inspired and motivated sometimes, mm -hmm. maybe having a bit of a, you know, we all, we all have low days, yeah. don't we, you know? What, what do you do? I'm actually quite blessed, actually. I, I being doing what I do, I get to hang around with the best people in the industry. You know, yesterday I was on a helicopter ride with, you know, with Lisa Nicole, and, the guys, yeah. and I was just, you know, having a chat now with uh, Prince. And I met Jay here as well. I, I was just in LA with him. Um, I get to meet you, and, and, and you know, we, we do we have a little talk about some of the, the strategies that you're doing with the corporate guys, what they understand. So, you know, it's 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 really good, to, and that's why, even though a lot of the speakers are coming here, they sit in the green room. I actually go outside and listen to them because mm -hmm. I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I still I still want to be humble. I still want to see how things are done, and 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 if you think you know everything, you know nothing. Mm. How do you balance family life? You told me you got a daughter. Yes. And back in the UK, and yeah. you you've got an insane travel schedule. <laughs> So has your wife got a photo of you on a dark room? <laughs> she's chugging dark? FaceTime, right? FaceTime, FaceTime yeah. <laughs> Zoom. Now, um, we, I mean, we do a lot of that, but half of the tours that I do, she'll, her and my baby will actually travel with me. Okay. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. You got the bed laid out on, on, on so we were in um, yeah, so, yeah. Emirates. So we put the bed out and we, just, we put her in the middle. And it's like, oh my God, she's so small. It's like, it's cute, you know? How old is so, she? She's eight months old now. Oh, yeah. it's a yeah. nice time. Yeah. So yeah. have you enjoyed becoming a dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, what, what's, what's the best thing and what's the worst thing? Worst thing is when she randomly cries for no reason. Yeah. Like, wait a second, I fed you. Yeah. Change your nappy. Yeah. Why are you still crying? <laughs> it's the fact you've got no control. But do you know what all those early mornings, all those like times you're gonna wake up in the morning and she's crying, that one smile that they go, look at you, they go. And he registers, I'm like, yeah. It's worth it. It's it's a feeling you can't describe to anyone. Mm. The moment that child yeah. comes, is it? You do, there is no way unless you become a parent you can describe it. This is not possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not possible. That yeah. how did I? I've never loved anything before in my yeah. life. Clearly because yeah. of how much I love this yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. Powerful right. stuff. Powerful stuff. So what's the future for you? What's what, what's happening over the course of the next uh, few months over 2019? Yeah, what, what are your plans? We're, we're taking Wealth Dragons to a public listing. So we do, do that's a public um, listing in the UK. No, it's actually in Vienna. Okay, on the Austrian Stock Exchange. Yes, yeah. Okay. So we do that, and the, our goal is to. So we've built some software because one of the things I like when I speak around the world, people are like like where can I learn that stuff from? So we have an online platform where speakers who have a really good message they have no distribution channel. So we built a distribution channel for them for them to be able to upload stuff, put things online, and then be able to distribute it to other people. Tell me now. How old, would you say you're 38? 38. 38 years old. Mm -hmm. And how old are you going to be when you become a billionaire? Before 50. Before 50. <laughs> That's my goal. Before 50, we're going to run this, we'd run, we'll rewind this back. 50 and say, John, did you make it? I said, no, I got to 800 million instead. <laughs> I sincerely hope and wish that you yeah. get there. I, you're, you're, you're a humble, decent, northern human being. You've obviously got passion about what yeah. you do. And to be honest with you, it's it's a joy and a pleasure spending time with you. So thank you very much for your no, time. Thank you for I really appreciate, appreciate it, mate. mate. Cheers, pal. Yeah. Okay, so there you have it, my interview with the amazing John Lee. I really hope you enjoyed it and it was worth the time. You know, to me, John has done great stuff, but all very, very plausible for everyone to do it. 
So a little bit more about how this story came, uh, this is, sorry, this interview came about. I first met John through Orpha Mustafa. Now she's the CEO of Najahi, which is the Middle East uh, uh, version of Success Resources, if you know them. She puts on massive events here in the UAE. And we were at an event called Cha-Ching with Lisa Nichols. And John was one of the speakers there. And Orpha, I spoke to Orpha about who I was gonna be interviewing. And she's like, you've got to chat to John. Um, I like the fact that, you know, he just, he just walks the walk and talks the talk. He's just, he's, I just like, I just like people like that. You probably hear this on my podcast time and time again, but I just like people that, that are authentically themselves um, and prepared to give value. Um, I've not seen him since the interview, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing him again. And if I do catch up with him again, maybe I'll grab another 20 minutes and just dig a little bit deeper. So if you want to learn anything that you haven't already learned about him, let me know. And I probably could better get some more information and background on him biggest takeaway I suppose from that from that chat was that the, the 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 critical importance of really understanding social media but also how it's nowhere near as difficult to implement as you actually might think um you know we all think you've got to spend a fortune got to be really you know smart and intelligent with social media but as john says you know it's about producing content in context consistently you know it's ccc do that produce your content in context and consistently and your audience will grow and uh, also remembering that it doesn't happen overnight you've got to keep uh, you know pursuing it and keep trudging away at getting it done because if you do keep pursuing it you keep do keep working hard at it you will build that audience that you want you will create a following you will create your your gang that are fans of what you do and value what you do and then you will develop clientele from people that are consuming your content so if you enjoyed this podcast, you got any feedback, as I mentioned, email me at uh, sl at make-it-happen.com or you can message me on Instagram at spencer.lodge or via Facebook at the Spencer Lodge official page. Drop me a note, you know, let me know what you think. Let me know who you'd like me to interview. Let me know what you what you value from that interview as well and, uh, and what your takeaways were yourself. And if you're feeling extra generous, do me a massive favor because it really matters enormously to me. Okay, leave me a five-star review on the comments at SoundCloud or anywhere you see this podcast. It would really help to get the podcast out there to more listeners. Thanks very much for your time, folks, and I'll see you soon.